number one this morning. If you're there, say amen. amen. The Bible said, And the sons of the prophets said unto Elisha, Behold now, the place where we dwell with thee is too straight for us. Let's pray. Father, we love you. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to be here. Thank you, Father, for the honor and the privilege that it is to stand one more time and read and preach from the blessed Word of God. Now, Lord, I can't do this on my own. I don't want to try. I pray, dear God, that you touch me, feel me, give me unction and power. Lord, I pray that I'd preach in the power of God that men could not walk away this morning saying they heard another sermon from another man, but God, they'd go away knowing that the Spirit of God spoke through the man of God and the Word of God went forth and lodged in our hearts. God, if you don't speak, there ain't a single person that'll leave here different than they came. But God, if you'll speak to me and through me, Lord, uh, God, you've always, when you deal with men, they've never left the same. And God, I pray that folks here today, Lord, would not only hear from you in such a way to change them now, but God, they'd hear from you in such a way to change them for the rest of their life. Lord, that's why we're here this morning is to see you give the increase and you make the difference. And God, if you don't do it, it won't get done. So use me and for what you do this morning, I'll thank you in Jesus' name and all of God's people said, Amen and Amen. You may be seated this morning. By way of introduction, I want to say this. It is here in 2 Kings chapter number 6 where you find the story of Elisha. The Bible said that uh, Elisha in uh, his in his ministry has reached the point uh, where the Bible said in verse number 2, those that were with Elisha, the servants of him, have reached the place where they look at the old man of God and here's what they say in verse number 1. The sons of the prophet said unto Elisha, which is the man of God, behold now the place where we dwell with thee is too straight for us. I believe I'm in a church and I can get some help today. And I want to remind you that there is only two ways. There's a straight way, the Bible said. There's a straight and a narrow way. And the Bible said it is very few that you'll find in that straight way. But then there's a broad way. The broad way is the wide way. And the broad way is where everybody is high-fiving and holding hands and singing kumbaya, living like the world. And they're all singing praises like they're on the way to heaven. The Bible says this about Away. The Bible said there is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of destruction. May I say this morning, the, the narrow way is not the way of destruction. The right way is not the way of destruction. But more importantly, in our text, the straight way is not the way of destruction. We're living in a day where they say, well, there's many roads that lead to heaven. There's many ways that you get there. There's many forms of Christianity. I'm here to denounce heresy and tell the truth of the Word of God. But the Bible said there's only one way, neighbor. Jesus said, I am the way and the truth and the life and no man cometh unto the Father but by me. It's not a prayer that one could pray. It's not a prayer that one could repeat. It's not a card one could fill out. Are you listening? We're going to baptize Miss Haley. But without salvation, all she's doing is getting wet. It's not baptism this morning. It's not, hey, it's not conforming to this denomination or that religion. 
religion. It's not keeping morals. It's not saying your prayers before you go to sleep. It's not putting money in an offering plate. It's not memorizing the Bible. But my friend, there's only one way. And it's a straight way. And it's a way that passes by the cross of Calvary. I'm glad, thank God, for a fountain that's filled with blood. And it's drawn from Emmanuel's veins. And sinners plunge beneath that flood. Lose all their guilty stains. I'm on my way to heaven, neighbor. Because there's a day in my life on January the 9th, 2000, where I got under the cross of Calvary. I fell at his feet. I repented of my sin. I became a convict in my heart through the conviction of the Holy Ghost. Glory to God, I got on the straight way. I got on the right way. I'm on that narrow way. In these day and hours, there's not many people that seem to be on the right way. But thank God, I'm on the straight way this morning. I'm glad to be on the straight way. Amen. There's a whole lot of people that's that's deceived this morning. Uh, churches like this used to exist everywhere. Come on, somebody. They used to exist everywhere. We're living in a day and iron. If I run rabbits, hey, everyone that jumps out of a bush, I'm going to shoot at it. Amen. We're living in a day and iron free. I don't know if I'm going to preach, but once again, I'm feeling good. We're living in a day and night, friend, where everybody has locked arms in the name of a, of a, uh, of a corporate, some kind of corporate Christianity and corporate religion. But my friend, may I say this morning, all these boys who have dropped their standards and all these boys who have turned the lights down and all these boys that have brought in the rock bands to entertain and all these boys that's hopped up on contemporary mosh pit music are you listening to me? I told you you may not like what I say, but you'll know where I stand. But may I say this morning, all these boys that are come bring them in by the clothes and they're refusing to preach on their sin and they're refusing to preach on the devil's hell and they're refusing to tell them you must repent and be born again and they're all holding hands with everybody and they got a three-point outline on how you can prosper in life and everybody that wants to go to heaven raise your hand and of course everybody raises their hand then they say, all right, everybody wants to go to heaven that started with me. I know the boys 
ones that got called when I got called. I know the boys that started pastoring when I started pastoring. And they're wearing their t-shirts and up their blue jeans this morning. Uh, and they're reading off an iPad. They, they quit even bringing their blessed old book uh, that I hold in my hand. It's true from beginning to end. It's a lamp in my feet. It's a light in my path. It's holy. It's inspired. It's infallible. It's inerrant. I'm not telling you this morning. It's just another version. Are you listening to me? That's the word of God. That's the word. And the word was with God. The word was God. David said it's a lamp in my feet. I'm trying to take a solid rock on which we stand. Thank God somebody on a dropping off the border by the dozens, by the hundreds, but I am not going that way. Are you listening? Well, your church ain't never going to grow. I beg the differ. Are you listening to me? I beg the differ. I look around, neighbor. Yes, sir. No, we ain't got as many as the crit does. Help me somebody. But bless God Almighty, I'm glad to report to you, those who are here today, that not, uh, my hands are clean. They did not walk away saying that they did not hear the truth of the Word of God. I'm not going to come around and pass out gas cards and donuts. Uh, we took broke for all that. Help me, somebody. And I'll tell you what I can't give the glory to God. I'll give you the best gift that's ever been given to man. There was a man named Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> 
story would not be there very long. And he laid there as the demons and as the devil cried in victory and marched in victory. Oh, but on Friday, the world was going to change on Sunday. But for Sunday night, when the devil went to visit the tomb, and Mary Magdalene showed up and said, He is not here, for He is risen. I got victory over my sin. He didn't die because everybody's good. He died because everybody's sinners. God loves you where you are. That's a lie. God loves you through His Son. And if you're in sin, I told you ain't going to like what I say, but you're going to know what I say. If you are in sin, I've got news for you. The Word of God said that God right. is light, and in Him is no darkness at all. Right. For light and darkness have no fellowship right. one with another. Preach, I'm not where I ought to be this morning. Good news, you can be. I've never been saved. Good news, you can be. I've been saved, but I'm back saved. I'm a prodigal. Good news, you can make your way home. Have good news on this. Listen, every time you read about a prodigal in the Bible, it's, it's, it's in Luke, amen. It's in Luke 15. He comes home, friend. I still here by the grace of God. I came home at 18. God called me to preach three months later. And I've been doing what I'm doing ever since. Why? Because it was right. It was a straight way. It's a narrow way. It's the path that's chosen. It's the path that's chosen. But God and God will lead you to Calvary. He'll lead you to Calvary. Straight way. Straight way. Straight way. This world they're in that wide, broad way. That is the way that seemeth right. But the end thereof are the ways of destruction. There's a crooked way this morning. The Bible said in Philippians 2, verse number 12, listen to me. Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. That is not a work salvation. That is salvation that's in you ought to be worked out of you. Well, I need more than four of you. What God did for me on the inside of me when He saved me is supposed to be coming out. By the way, if the God that put the moon in the sky and the sun in the sky and the earth in orbit and the stars in place and the trees from the ground, the blades of grass and every sand, uh, every 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 uh, inch of sand, every speck of sand's numbered, every hair on our head is numbered. He knows everything, everybody about everybody and everyone at all times. If that big, great, marvelous Creator God that lives inside of you, neighbor, and a little old you, you better not try to convince me that you're born again. If the God of all heaven and earth and hell, everywhere you go, Jonah said. He went to the belly of hell. David said, From the belly of hell. Uh, the, 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 the David said, uh, Whether I go to the heavens or go to hell, thou art there. Uh, may I say this morning, if that big great God is living in you, you can't shut him in. He's got to poke out somewhere. I got a problem with these people that says, Oh, the Lord lives in me. And they can't be happy about his name. Well, I really like preaching message someday, someday. Let me tell you about this crowd. That's... Yeah. Well, bless the Lord. 
Yeah. Are you listening? Yeah. Like that, man. I'm going to teach you something. This is a time of woods class. Yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Are you looking at me? Yeah. I know I look stupid. Keep looking at me. Amen. Hallelujah. Shout to the Lord of the earth. Something, something. And the preacher gets up and says, Everyone who's rejoicing in your spirit, give God a hand clap of Are you looking at me? That crowd ain't gonna like heaven. What's going on in heaven? I can't revelation read it to you if you like. What's going on in heaven right now? The four and twenty elders right now. That angelic choir right now. The saints of God are gathered around the throne, and not for a day, not for a year, not for a hundred years, or a thousand years, or a million years, or a billion years, but for all of eternity. The saints of God in the whole, of the whole host of heaven is crying, "Worthy, worthy, yes, the Lamb." We're gonna see hell open up at the great white throne judgment. You ain't never shouted here, honey. You'll shout there. Amen. You say, I don't have no shout in me. I can prove you're a liar. Yeah, amen. Everybody does. I just, you know, that's just not me. You're lying. <laughs> say on, No, that's not me. You're lying. Amen. How do you know? You don't know me. Nope, but I know mankind. You've got to shout at It's just about what you want to shout at. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Amen. Sir. They're not at your door today with a check for $500,000. You're going to act like a nut. Come on, somebody. They call you up down the car dealership and say you've been randomly selected for a brand new 2022, whatever your favorite kind of car is, and it's paid in full. You'll never have to take care of everything. You just come pick it up. Some guy. You'd be happy, Nancy. Come on, son. Tell me Well, maybe that ain't your forte, man, on pack off. But when little Junior gets up at three years old, you think he's Sammy Sosa. Somebody help me right there. Amen. And he stands at that little tee ball and he's got that little bag. And he's looking at that ball and he, he sets and swings and knocks it through between second and third and the shortstop misses it. He goes to the outfield and he takes off running. Ah, you jump out of your corner and you say, Are you listening? Oh, yeah. Are you listening? Am I lying? Preach your life. Am I lying? Amen, brother. I ain't lying. Amen, brother. I ain't lying. But somebody comes in and says, Jesus, say, you from all your sins. Come on, somebody. Amen. Somebody gets up and says, there's power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. In the precious blood of the Lamb. You sit there and you can't hardly get a grunt. Yeah. I'm trying to remind y'all, if you're in a straight way, you ought to let somebody know it. Amen. Worship in the Bible is an inward thing. But praise is always an outward thing. Alright? Who's been called to praise? Are you ready? Yeah. On the count of three. I want everybody to take a deep breath in and exhale. One, two, three. 
Was there anybody in here that couldn't do that? Is there anybody in here not breathing? If they are, call the coroner. Where's that guy, Joe? Got to get him out of here, son. They died out. So everybody's got breath. Are you, uh, is that right? Well, the Bible didn't ask the question. He made a statement. You know what he said? God and His Word. Well, everything that had breath, praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Didn't say everybody's been saved. It said everything that had breath. Let me tell you why. I drunk all the praise God because He ain't dead anymore. Let me tell you why. Have the thief ought to praise God because he ain't dead and in hell yet. Let me tell you why you ought to praise God because if you're saved, you've been washed in the blood. You've been washed clean. Your name's been clean. You're not going to hell when they die. You've got the word of God and the spirit of God. You've got the voice of God. He said, John 10, my sheep, hear my voice. If you're saved, you know his voice. Somebody on a Hey, I'm saying I'm in the straight one. Amen. They've had their golf clubs. I'm gonna tell them peanuts, son. Oh yeah. You say it embarrass you? Not a slap with. Hey, I mean that. I'll tear. I say it all the time. I'm about to tear something up. Amen. Amen. Straightway. I'm feeling good, boys. It's dangerous when I get to feeling good. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. In verse 15 of Philippians 2, he said this, that you may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation. Is there anybody here that would please, for the love of God, say amen, that we're living in a crooked and perverse generation. Listen to me, folks. When boys can't figure out whether they're boys, and girls can't figure out whether they're girls, and boys can't figure out whether they like girls or like boys, and girls can't figure out whether they like girls or like boys, and the king ain't got enough sense to figure out which bathroom to go into. Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? That my God, we're living a crooked and perverse nation. That my friend, when everything that's right is suddenly become wrong, and everything that's wrong is suddenly become right, we're living in a crooked and a perverse nation. When the Bible is, is, is labeled as a book of hate, and lesbians walking down the street with a rainbow flag is admired, we're living in a crooked and perverse generation. When the statistics of marriage have been lower than they've ever been and the statistics of divorce are higher than they've ever been we're living in a crooked and a perverse generation when babies are being slaughtered by the thousands and they're trying everywhere in the world to convince us that we can choose to kill babies but bless God we can't choose whether or not we're going to wear a mask something's wrong we're living in a crooked and a perverse generation when they give you the freedom and the liberty to stand up for what you believe and if they'll punish you for what you believe we're living in a crooked and a perverse generation when they try to close the doors to the church over a virus but they never close the doors to anything else we're living in 
get this over with. I've been preaching on this for three weeks and ain't got to the first point. Can I give you a few points? I ain't going to read all these verses about crook and straight. I've already preached all that. Look with me if you would. 2 Kings chapter 6. Look with me again. Let's read our text and I'll give you these points and we'll go baptize and eat. Second Kings 6 verse 1. The son of the prophet said... Until at last, behold, now the place where we dwell with thee is too straight for us. That's the day we're living. Man of God, it's too straight. And you're sticking too straight for me. Verse 2, let us go, we pray thee, unto Jordan, and take thence every man a beam, and let us make a place there where we may dwell. And he answered, go ye. He said, Preacher, what you're doing is too old-timey for us, too old-fashioned, it's too straight. We're going to leave. We got, we're going to go another way. And you know what he said? Go on. Go right on. Verse 3. And one said, Be content, I pray thee, and go with thy servants. And he answered, I will go. So we've seen a decline in the man of God right here. Verse 4. So he went with them, and when they came to Jordan, they cut down wood. But as one was fell in a beam, the axe had fell into the water, and he cried and said, Alas, Master, for it was borrowed. And the man of God said, Where fell it? And he showed him a place, and he cut down a stick and cast it in thither, and the iron did swim. I want to give you a few things this morning about the straight way. Can I say this morning, first of all, when you leave the straight way, you'll lose some things. Are you listening? When you leave old time, Holy Ghost Church, there's some things you lose you cannot get back. Number one, I want to say, you'll lose your brethren. You will lose your brethren. I've done told you, I'm not going that way. Now we understand in the text that Elisha gives in and goes. But originally, he said, I'm not going, go on. And may I say, yes, he gives in and goes. But he does return. He does come back 
to where he started in that straight way. But in verse number one, the prophets, sons of the prophets, said to Elisha, Behold, now the place where we dwell with thee is too straight for us. Let us go. And he said at the end, Go ye. May I say thank God for the brethren. And thank God for other Christians. Thank God for like-minded believers. But when you go the crooked way and the perverse way, you must accept and acknowledge you cannot take your brethren with you. And but what you'll find uh, is a whole bunch of people uh, that are chameleons. They love you when you're around. Uh, uh, but as soon as you turn your back, they'll cut your throat. I know they're in every church. I know they're in every denomination. But I can say that uh, without a shadow of a doubt, I've had more uh, brethren do good than I have bad to me. Thank God for the brethren, but you'll lose them. You leave the straight way, guess who they were leaving? They were forsaking their man of God, their brother. Secondly, I'm just going to hit these and be done. When you leave the straight way, you'll lose your boundaries. Look at verse 2. Let us go, we pray thee, unto Jordan, and take thence every man a beam. Let us make us a place there. You understand the context, don't you? Look at verse 5. But as one was felling a beam, what are they doing? They're cutting trees down. Are you listening? Stay with me now. I about killed myself and entertained you long enough. Stay with me. Listen to the message. They're cutting trees down. The whole deal, Brother Jim, is the place is too straight for them. So they travel down pretty much what what this is saying. They go down to the woods and they start cutting trees. The Bible said that every man started cutting trees down. Let me ask you a question. When you start heading down up to the narrow, to the broad way, and you leave the straight way, the first thing you're going to do is get rid of your boundaries. The trees act many different ways as a, as a boundary, as a protection, as a place of shelter, as a place of comfort, as a place of shade, as a place of air and breath. Y'all know this, surely, that the trees, you can see oxygen. You can see the breath of God, if you will, in typology. You can look at all those things and see that the wood, the trees, the, 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 the woods was a type of boundaries. But the first thing that they do when they leave the straight ways, begin to cut down the boundaries. Yeah, man. Let me tell you why all these boys that started off a little rocky, full blown down now. Where does it stop? Yeah. How many trees is enough? Yeah, man. Yeah. How many standards is enough? Yeah, right. They drop this one. Guess what it does? It makes it easier to drop that one. That's right. Then they drop that one, and then guess what it does? It makes it easier to drop this one. And people who were sanctified Christians, who were living right, living clean, who were standing from all appearance of evil, who were walking the straight way, the narrow way, singing the right songs, listening to the right songs, reading the right Bible, amen, being in the right church, hearing the right preaching, in the right spirit, and all of a sudden, we don't even recognize them. Why? Because when you leave that way, you lose your boundaries. You lose your brethren. You lose your boundaries. Right. Thirdly, you lose your boldness. Right. Look, look with me in verse three. And one said, "Now this is the sons of the prophets. Be content, I pray thee." He's talking to his preacher. And go with thy servants. And he answered, "Comma." He pauses. I'll go. 
Can I tell you the first thing to go? First thing you're going to lose when you leave the straight way? One of the very first things, you're going to lose your boldness. You want to know why I preach the way I have this morning against sin? Because I have boldness. Oh, you think you're somebody? No, sir. I'm a different man when I'm doing this. I have the boldness of the Lord. I have the boldness of the Word of God. You can fight with me all day long, and I don't blame you if you don't want my opinions. I don't blame you a bit, but you can't argue with the truth of God's Word. First thing, the man of God, as soon as he said, well, I'll go. He lost his boldness. He wouldn't stand. He started off in verse 1 standing. He said, I'm going. Y'all go on. But by verse 3, see, that's how they do. They keep after you. They said, well, we're going to go. We're going to start cutting down trees. And we really like you to go with us. What he loses is boldness. He said, okay, I'll go. And then we see this. Sort of think I guess I'll go today, but it's all right. Not only do you lose your boundaries and your boldness and your brethren, the next thing we see also is the Bible. Look down, I believe it's verse 6. I believe it's verse 6. Is that it? What's it say? Read it right there. And the man of God said, Where fell it? And he showed him the place. He cut down the stick and cast it thither, and the iron did swim. Iron, the axe head. You know what that's a type and picture of? The Word of God. Right. That Bible has a cutting edge. It's a double-edged sword. Right. It cuts going in and it cuts coming out. Amen. It's a two-edged sword. Would you all agree? Yeah. Now, an axe and a sword are not the same thing, but they, it represents a type of the Word of God. They were using that axe to cut. But then all of a sudden, after they've lost their brethren, and they've lost their boldness, and they've lost their boundaries, now all of a sudden, the axe head flies off, it goes in the water, it's a type and a picture of the Word of God. If you leave the straight way, the last, the very, one of the first things to go is the Bible. Amen. Amen. There's something the Bible made yesterday. It blows my mind. People think this is a hobby horse. It's not a hobby horse. Every other Bible out there, I can take them. They don't even try to hide that they omit stuff. They don't even try to hide it. Literally, you'll be reading, and for instance, 2 Kings chapter 6, it'll go 1, 2, 3, 5. They don't put verse 5 in the place of verse 4. They skip 4 altogether, leave the number and all out. One, two, three, five. Where'd that verse go? Was that not important? Nope. Come on, somebody. Every word of God, every word of God has been inspired by the Holy Ghost. The first thing, listen to me, we're living in a crooked generation. May I say, one of the main reasons that we're in the mess we're in is because somewhere along the way, the axe head, the word of God has been lost. And what they forgot is this old book has been borrowed. I never paid a dime for this Bible. Thank God. My friend, I never paid a dime. But he shed his own blood for this book. Shed his own blood for it. He said, Alas, Master, for it was borrowed. Let me tell you something. You can lose a lot of things in life and be okay. You can lose family. Somehow or another, by God's grace, you're all here still. Yes, 
You can make it. It may hurt you. You may lose a part of you, but you make it. You can lose jobs. You make it. You can lose friends. You can make it. You can lose hobbies. You can make it. You can lose a lot of things in life and make it. But I'm going to tell you one thing you can't lose. If you're going to try to live your life any other way besides that way, by the way, that is a way. That's the straight way. You know what you're going to do? You're going to find? You're going to find yourself somewhere yonder with no boundaries and no brethren. I love you out there, but I'm not joining you out there. You're going to follow You go stupid today, get tied up in sin, go crazy, and get out there, I'm going to love you. I'm going to ask you to come out, but I'm not coming down to hot dogs with you. Come on, somebody. Well, I'm grilled out by the campsite when you're out there because I ain't been here. I gotta be in the right way just because you're in the wrong way. I can't join you. You know what's a good devil? The devil's real good at isolating you. That's right. He paints a good picture like it's you know it's the broad way. Everybody's there, but you know when you find out the broad way, you're all alone. You look around when you first start in that Broadway and everybody's there high-fiving you and eating cotton candy and singing kumbaya. But let trouble come. And as soon as you turn around, they're nowhere to be found. You lose your Bible. When you lose your Bible, you lose your boldness, you lose your brethren, you lose your boundaries. You know what you'll find? If you want hope and help and happiness again, Brother Chris, he's dead. You're going to have to go back to the Straight yeah. way. Right. Yeah. Yes, sir. So I'm going to ask you a question. And you better answer it honestly in your heart before God. Are you in the straight way? Is the King James Bible your final authority? Do you make all your decisions not based upon what you think, but based upon how God leads you through His Word? If you don't, I'm not being ugly. I'm being a preacher. Amen. I'm being a pastor. Amen. If you don't do that, you're not in the straight way. Amen. If you don't live your life according to the Word of God, you're in that crooked way. And it won't be long. You'll find yourself all alone. Yes, sir. There'll be no help or no hope in your mind. In order to find it, guess what you got to do? Guess what the problem will have to do? You have to go back home. You got to come to himself, come to the senses. Go back home, get in the father's house. Yeah. He didn't get a robe, he didn't get a ring, and he didn't get a ribeye until he went to his house. Amen. Amen. That is exactly right. Amen. His daddy wanted to give him all those things, Brother Ray. He didn't want him down there eating hog slop. He didn't want him down there walling with the pigs. Yeah. He didn't want him down there. And, and he looked, you know what the prophet said? He looked around and found no man. His daddy didn't want that for him. But his daddy couldn't go down to the far country and get him a robe, a ring, a ribeye. Yeah. Here, here's what the Bible said. Put shoes on his feet. Yeah. So for alliteration purposes, he gave him a robe, a ring, a ribeye, and a pair of Reeboks. Hey, man. That's right. Hey, man. Hey, man. But he didn't get all that until he went back. Man. Got right with the Father. When yeah. you get right with the Father, you're right with his book. Yeah. Hey, man. So I'm going to ask you Maybe you're here and you've never been saved. You're not in the right way, the straight way at all. You're lost. Mm -hmm. 
You do not have a day. And I'm going to say this. If you do not have a day in your life without a shadow of a doubt where you prayed to the Lord Jesus Christ, the Holy Ghost convicted you, you've seen Him in your place on that cross and your sin got real to you and you seen that He died for your sin and you was convicted for your sin and you acknowledged that, repented of it and accepted Christ and the Holy Ghost of God moved in, hell moved out. The Bible said that uh, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. If you don't have a day where everything about you changed drastically, you've never been saved. Some don't have that day, but you left the way. You're in the right path, but you got the wrong posture. So I'm going to ask you something, and I'm done. We're still making good time, 1230. That's good. I ain't been preaching preaching all that long. I'm going to ask you one time and one time only. There, give us a song ready. If you're not in that way, are we on the chance walking out these doors today and doing it your way? Or are you going to do things his way? How many of y'all agree with me? God always wins. Amen. You think you're going to outdo him, you're wrong. You think you're going to outwit him, you're wrong. That's right. If you think you're going to outweight him, that's right. I know people say, well, if I just keep going doing it, he'll get sick of waiting on me. You're wrong. I'm going to ask you one time today, would you be willing to say, I'm not leaving here the same way I can. Let's all stand. Father, we love you. Thank you all for the opportunity to be here. Thank you for the precious Word of God. I pray, dear God, that you bless this invitation. I pray, Lord, that you would move in the hearts of your people. If there is one here lost, I pray that you'd convict their, their hearts today. And they'd get saved before it's everlasting. Too late. We love you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Every head bowed and every eye closed. I'm going to ask you, real briefly, I'm not going to come to you, embarrass you, grab you by the hand, pull you to the altar. We don't do all that. But I'm going to ask you today, I can't go home if I don't. Would there be one here this morning that's lost? You say, preacher, I don't have one of them days you was talking about where I had a head-on collision with Jesus. And I got born again, birthed into the family of God. I don't know for sure if I died right now that I'm saved and that I'd go to heaven. Would you pray for me? Would there be one slip your hand up right back down? I won't bother you. I just want to pray for you. A crowd like this, I'm, I'm sure there's at least one. Would there be one? That's me, preacher. I, to be honest with you, if I died right now, I don't know I'd go to heaven. I've never been saved. Would you please pray for me? Anybody? Anybody? That's me, preacher. Please pray for me. I don't want to go to hell. Okay. What about this? Maybe you are saved, but preacher, i got to be honest with you. I've not been living my life in the right way. I've been taking some detours. I've been on that broad path, that crooked road. I need to get things right with God and get back in that straight way. Would you pray for me? Would you lift your hand and put it right back down? Pray for me, brother. Pray for me. I see that. Thank you for your honesty. Not been living right. I'm in the wrong way this morning. I ain't been taking that right way. Would you pray for me? Anyone else? Oh, there's more than one. 
anyone else, just be honest. Pray for me, Brother Josh. I see that. Pray for me, Brother Josh. I really ain't been doing what I ought to be doing. I've not been living by that Bible like I should. Would you Would you please pray for me? Would there be another? Here's what I'm going to ask you to do today. I'm going to ask you not to leave the same way you came. Thank God for an old-fashioned altar where sinners can come and get things right with God. And so here's the invitation. If that's you and you don't want to leave the same way you came, would you come? So what are they going to think about me? Who cares what they think? If they're thinking anything bad about you, they need to be on the altar too. Would you come? The Lord's extending this. Would you come? Can I tell you the best day of my life was when I, outside of salvation, was when I came as an 18-year-old boy to an altar and I got right with it. That's why I'm here today. Because I got right with it. I came back. I got in the straight way. So I'm going to ask you, would you come today? Let's bow our heads. Father, we love you. Thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you for the opportunity to be here.